record. Hey y'all, we're back. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So excited. Melon and me podcast back. All right, well, let's get into it. So Music City Streets, I'm just really excited to like be on here to talk about this week's like news for some reason. I don't know why. There's a few things on here that, you know, that we're going to discuss this week that just have me all the way engaged. But um, as far as Music City Streets, let's see, you know, I will be celebrating my anniversary this weekend. Um, my husband and I have made it to one year. Congratulations, girl. (laughs) Thank you. So we will be celebrating in the Big Apple, New York City. So I'm really excited to, to celebrate and bring our first year in, in the Big Apple. I love New York. It's about to say you love New York. I I love New York. I love, I just love sex in the city and I love like city life that's why I got married in San Francisco or one of the reasons why I fell in love with San Francisco because it reminds me of like an opposite version of New York but it's very much like city life so we have um some things going on that we'll be doing this weekend more details to come after our anniversary and I'll disclose all of those um things that we have planned but yeah do you have any surprises planned for your husband I actually do have a, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I will disclose. Yeah, I, what, I don't want you to disclose this, you know? I do. I, I have a surprise for him and it's going to be really special. You know, he's not hard to please, thank God. And, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, I just really want to, I think what I've learned this past year is that marriage is so much more than a piece of paper. I mean, if I had to take away the piece of paper, that really doesn't mean anything. Um, I remember people giving me advice saying that, you know, um, never go into a marriage thinking that your partner is going to change. Right. And that marriage magnifies problems that are already there in, in, you know, that you might have in your relationship. And fortunately for Marlon and I, and for the type of person that I married, and I've said this before, I said this on our last podcast. Um, I have a good, I have a good man. (laughs) I have a great man. And marriage has only magnified just how amazing he's been throughout this whole journey of marriage. Yes, we've had our ups and downs, but by far, I can't imagine going through life with anybody else except for him. So that is my own personal revelation that I've learned through this marriage is that like, it's so critical for people to recognize who they are choosing to be their life partner prior to walking down the aisle. It's just, it's just so important. So yeah, I'm really excited about this weekend. I can't wait to show pictures and. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So we'll see. Now we have, a, we have a lifetime to go, right? So <laughs> catch me next year on my next revelation for this coming year. And it may be something totally different, but 
yeah, that's what I take away. So yeah, that's really it. What about what about you, California streets, Drizzy's? Let's see, California streets. I'm traveling. Um, I'm having really a great time in an area that is full of people that are completely different than myself. So I'm in Silicon Valley, um, and um, yeah, I'm meeting some really interesting, very smart people, and I'm excited. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm starting a new job, you guys. I'm not going to say where, but it's in Silicon Valley. So <laughs> Super dope. Super cool place. Like, I'm so jealous in a good way, though. Like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I was happy for you at the previous job because I was like, God damn, like, this bitch gets so much shit. Like, you know, they feed you, they booze you up like it was slick lit some of the perks that you would get so I don't know just the whole layout of you know these jobs especially when you live in bigger cities you know they have I think more they're just more progressive when it comes to you know having the type of freedoms or um perks or even you know, just how they treat their employees even, you know, Mm -hmm. is more different than your traditional corporate A-type business stiff. Yeah. I would just say like, it's a journey and girl, you know, (laughs) my journey. And, you know, I started out like valeting cars when I moved to LA and call centers and just every job you could think of. Right. Right, right. Timing. It's all about timing, you know? And sometimes we, I think that the lesson in that is we often think that we're ready for something or we look at, you know, oh my God, I missed this chance. I missed this opportunity. And you don't think about, okay, it just, it's not that you missed it. It was, you needed to go this route before you got there. You know, like it really is. And then hindsight is always like oh my god I see why I needed to do this so that way it gave me the opportunity to do this or I know because I think about being very disappointed this time last year because I didn't get a job that I had interviewed for for months Mm -hmm. and I really thought I was gonna get it I didn't get it and it was a it was a really big company but I gotta say I'm happier with the outcome now and the company I'm with now so yeah. And also to piggy, to add to that, like you were really close to getting, like you were far in the process. It's not like you had one interview or a phone interview and you didn't get it. It's like, no. Had done a whole case study presentation. <laughs> yes. Types of stuff. Facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, God damn. Yeah. Like that y'all made me go through this just to realize I'm not getting, like, God damn. They call me the day of my birthday trip i'm getting on a plane to go to miami literally that night called me didn't get it i said well fuck it turn up (laughs) fuck it i was so pissed off but you know that's how things go just trust the process y'all trust the process I think I just want to go in and just shoot right in and talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta just because we had talked about it earlier a little bit and it just was so funny and then the clip that we posted earlier on our page like I'm just so sorry like I legit just can't get over it 
I can't get over this past episode. It just gave me so much life. And I think because it was messy and Nene was so messy and the girls were messy, like Candy, Portia. I think everybody was just so in awe this episode. And mm -hmm. for those who, you know, have seen the latest episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, or you have not, basically, uh, Kenya, as we know, she's married to Mark Daly. And uh, through this episode, we learned that, and there's been previous episodes where we now know kind of how Mark, her husband, operates, right? He's very alpha male. Um, however, you know, we hadn't really seen a lot of him. So this episode definitely was a turning point for us to all kind of be like, oh, and I think the first part that I found to be interesting was when they were in the, um, they had taken Brooklyn, their daughter to the pool class and Kenya was having a very intimate moment with him, her husband. Um, it was just them two. And she was, um, they, Mark, uh, Kenya and her husband, they're planning this, this event for charity. And Kenya was just, you know, opening up to her husband as most people do. And they're like, you know, I, this is a couple event. However, I do not feel comfortable with um, Nini being there. And Mark is like, well, you know, Greg is going to come. So Nini's going to come, you know, it was like, it, it was, it was in the way in which he was, he said it in the way that she was trying to communicate to him. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I don't like this bitch. She's been disrespectful to me numerous times trying to da 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 and Mark just was not going right he just wasn't going if anything he was insulting Kenya like that was the first part where I was like okay then the second part was they had all went to go bowling so all these couples went bowling Candy her husband well were, was Todd there for bowling not there but candy was there candy was there portia um her boyfriend was there fiance dennis um cynthia ended up showing up but she didn't have uh mike um eva showed up and then nini showed up last minute with greg and throughout <laughs> and they, they weren't expecting her to show up nobody was expecting nini and greg to show up just because you know kenya shadingly invited Greg but she did not invite Nini so long story short towards the end of the episode or towards the end of the event um you know Mark pulls Greg and Nini aside alongside Kenya and he just clears the air and he's like listen there I would never break up a couple like you both are invited to me and Kenya's charity event Kenya agrees yes and Kenya's like, mm -hmm, yep, absolutely. And I mean, he just literally punked her. And then towards the end of the, the event, there was another time where Kenya was um, in a conversation or a debate with, I, I can't remember, um, Portia. Portia. And, you over, know, Ken, uh, Mar it? huh? It was over that argument. Portia was trying to stand up for. Um, What's Tanya? Tanya. Ta Tanya. And she, Portia was also being messy too because Portia, yes. even though she was trying to stick up for her, Portia just kept going. She would not let Kenya live. She was like, Kenya, but you sit up here and you doing this. Like, no, that's wrong. Kenya, no, but you also did this. Like, she's just going in on this girl. So Kenya's trying to defend herself. And then her husband finally was like, yo, Kenya, reel it in. Ken. 
Ken. Ken. Like, Kenya didn't catch her attention. But he, as soon as he said Ken, she just, like a dog on a leash. Shut Ken. the fuck Ken. up. She shut the Ken. fuck up. Real it in, Ken. Real it in. Real it in. Girl, I was done with her. And then all the girls, this was just tea for days for them. Because they were like, ooh, did you see? Uh, uh. People was tapping each other on their leg. Like, look, look, look. Look at them. Look at them. I was like, oh my God, this is so messy. But I loved it. It's so funny because it's just like, it's crazy that we're seeing basically their marriage, why their marriage didn't work out. If it was ever going to work out, it's like, how long can you bite your tongue? Because Kenya's not even herself around him. No. Like, she can't even talk. She's like... <laughs> She's miserable. Damn near shaking because she can't She's... <laughs> open her mouth the way she wants to. Mm-hmm. You know? So... It's, it's quite sad, too. It's funny because I think that Kenya has been a bully or she's because she's also this alpha woman right so she she's the alpha woman so she you know she's kind of groomed her life to where she's self-made she really hasn't had a man to kind of you know come in and help her get to where she's become like she's definitely like you know I'm independent I'm strong I'm all of these things like you're not going to just talk shit to me or whatever and with Mark, she's met her match. And sometimes that plays against you if you're not sure or if you've never had to um, really compromise with somebody else in those ways. Based on Kenya's track record that we've seen with men, it's been men that she's kind of had to mold and change or have already had like these weird issues. They've kind of had to depend on her in some sort of way. Maybe not financially, but just Mark is like, yo, like, I'm good. I got my shit. You came in with your shit. And this is what we going to do. You know, like I said, I laugh about it. It's funny. The episode next week, is looks like it's going to be funny again. Or, Well, I do want to mention another, another couple on this episode. Oh, okay, that yeah. Was a bit alarming to me. I Ooh. mean, not alarming, but weird. And just like, hmm. So I don't know if you peeped the conversation between Cynthia and her man. So they had a little argument. Yeah. Basically, it's just like, I feel like they don't really know each other or something. It's weird. And I feel like he's definitely cheating or going to cheat. I, that answer. So just set it up for the audience. Yeah. For those who didn't watch. So Cynthia, who is soon to be married to um, Mike Hill, who's a sports com sportscaster yes, guy. Yes, um, yes. He has a lot of female friends. Okay. So the, la- the prior episode showed him with all his like damn near 20, a lot of female friends, female friends. And apparently it's a joke that he doesn't have any male friends. Okay. So he wrote a book, like a crazy book about his life. And, and Cynthia was just talking about his past because he has cheated before in his past marriages or past I don't know if he's been married but with his baby moms or whoever and um he's been married twice and he's okay he was married twice so he he was married twice and he admitted to cheating on both of them yes and so apparently he writes about these things in his book and Cynthia's like you know she's going to find out about this cheating probably in his book and you know what how does she know that he's different now? Basically, like, you know, people are going to ask her, like, don't you have concerns about him cheating um, or something like that? That was the gist of it. Mm-hmm. And Mike basically was like, well, I mean, I'm only human. So if I cheat again, it's just like, I'm, I'm human. And Cynthia was like, looked at him like, what? 
and he was he was like oh so you're perfect or something she was like don't do that don't do that and I'm just like that does not sound like a mature 50 year old man's response to talking about cheating in in the past to a woman you're about to marry like you just kind of made it seem like if it happens it happens I'm not perfect are you like what that's not the response you're a 50 year old man so if you're going to be writing a book about your past romantic encounters and what you did when you were younger and cheating there should be some sense of like reflection on that and be like oh I was cheating because of this that and the third I'm now a different person I'm ready to move forward with the love of my life Cynthia who I claim to be the love of my life something ain't adding up to me (laughs) it's just something's off it's yes I don't know what it is and here's and everything that you said I you know I agree with I think that I had now I have heard him I believe say that um in his previous relationships that he's had with whomever that he's stepped out on wives girlfriends whatever um that now he's at a in a time where you know he's met someone where he feels like has everything that prior to you know these women did not have and then I also heard him say or Cynthia said something that was like well at one point I'm sure you felt like they all had everything too and he was like yeah he was like I did and so so that's not it so that should tell you exactly what a woman has is not exactly why you choose to cheat exactly and cheating is a personal problem you know we all know that it's a personal issue and I think for Mike um in really just their situation it comes down to you know one do you believe once a cheater always a cheater right like mm-hmm. it even goes a little deeper than once a cheater always a cheater because he's continuously cheated in different areas of his life with different women so it's not even just like oh I, I had an ex-wife I cheated on her one time I had an affair and it was done boom never looked back he keeps cheating in all of his relationships so of course as a woman who you know I'm supposed to marry or you know as a man that I'm supposed to marry I'm that is a red flag and Girl, I need, there were so many red flags in that little clip and yes and the, the, like she said they don't know how to argue they don't know how to communicate in that way um he gets up he walks out and she wants to stay and talk through it so I think that really they do need counseling and I think through therapy it will it should in theory highlight the areas where they're not seeing because right now they're the two people that are in the relationship so it's hard when you're in the thick of stuff to kind of see what it is for what it is but when you have a third party who doesn't know either of you basically tell you what their what their viewpoint is I hope that this will be a situation where they're like okay why are y'all doing this like if this is how you're viewing him this is how you view her and this is da 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 what are y'all doing? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Did you catch the episode where his daughter was like crying? Like, yes. I was like, that's what is what that saying. about? It's so much stuff that just doesn't seem right. And I'm thinking what Cynthia said in that little clip is that it's hard to see a man move on and treat someone who's not your mother the way that you want him to treat your mother. So like to see her oh. father treat Cynthia and praise Cynthia. And then like, they were asking him like all types of questions about his past. And 
he was like getting into it in front of his daughter. Well, he was talking about freaking stuff. He was talking about like sexual stuff too. He in was front talking of his about daughter. sexual stuff. And his daughter, his daughter was like in college, I, I believe. Like she was older, but yeah. But still, that's like ill. Still, you know? it was like awkward. Awkward. The fact he had thirty thirty women. That's another thing. He had like thirty women in that room. Red flag. Awkward. Some of those women looked very thirsty. And that was another thing that I was going to say. Some of those women didn't look like they were there for their union. Like at all. They just kind of were like, if anything I got, cause there was a, there was actually a woman that commented something slick. I can't remember the comment she made. She was like, are you really ready? Or she's, I can't, if y'all go back and watch that episode, I think it's the episode before last week's, there was a girl that was like, are you sure you're ready to do this? Like, it was a slick, shady comment. And I'm thinking like, why would you say that right now in front of all these people? Yeah. Like, I already felt a way after that episode. I was like, oh no, this is a red flag. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Something ain't right. Yeah. Something ain't right. I'm telling you. Something ain't, it feels like it ain't girl, right. Something about the milk ain't clean, honey. Right. I wish Cynthia and Mike the best. Yeah, like Whitney God bless said, her. I hope that this is a union that is to be, you know, bloom blooming and wonderful and you know what they both need to become better people but you know it's it's not to me looking good it's really not from the outside looking in from what you all show us yeah yeah we maybe it's just a show maybe it's just a script we don't maybe it's just a script i don't know but kudos to you guys um I did want to just point out really quickly, just rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, yep. I'm going to be yes. honest. I didn't know who this man was before yeah. I accident. You know, I uh, heard about his death, his untimely death. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop Smoke apparently was this upcoming rapper. I mean, he's been out underground and even mainstream a little bit, but he was really, I guess, about to really take off here within the next little bit. Um, yeah. And he was found shot and killed um in l l was it california la yeah it was in the hills somewhere somewhere in the hills air you know he he rented out a house airbnb it or something like that and apparently it was like a gang related you know event is what they're saying that it could be allegedly i've heard so many things because first they said it was a home invasion right then they said you know he he leaked his own address by like posting some video right of like clothes with like the hotel room and number on there or or whatever the address on there right but then i heard that um his friend or somebody snitched on him or set him up and leaked the information so it's just a million different versions all these alleged different events you know always always you know who's who knows but we don't never know we never know once a celebrity dies for some strange freaking reason call me crazy but we don't never get no details we don't never get no damn court records Mm -hmm. cases we still wait on nipsey we still for some reason i can watch the the reenactments the details i can see the autopsy reports of complete strangers on these true crime documentaries but when it comes to these mega celebrities that are worshipped by millions of people we don't know shit. We yeah. don't know shit. We have no right. details. So right. Who knows? whatever they told us, I guess that's what happened. <laughs> it, what Whitney said, but you know. R.I.P. to him. Unfortunate. If this is some old. hater situation, it's fucked up because apparently these are people that he knew in some type of way. So. Right. Yeah. 
it's it's very unfortunate. So rest in peace, Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke, um, and everybody who's been deeply affected by this. You know, friends, family, fans, all of you guys. Um, very very unfortunate. Um, another topic, I think I um, I I did not. I watched a small clip. Maybe you watched more of it, but Snoop Dogg was on the Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett. You didn't watch it. Never. Okay, so I saw some of it. I did see a I did see a clip, and I I didn't see I did not see what Jada had said. Oh oh my gosh, girl! I I did see what Jada said, and it was so that's what I'm saying. So you can speak to the Jada part. The only thing that I know Snoop was basically saying was like, you know, after seeing the reactions of the fans and you know everything the aftermath he felt really bad because you know his message he felt like as far as like listen like leave Vanessa Kobe the kids leave those people be give them some respect like he felt like that message didn't necessarily um cross over because so many people were focused on the negative parts about the message which oftentimes yeah, I mean, it, it does happen when you are yelling, raging. I'm not saying Snoop was doing all this. I'm saying in general, if you don't, if sometimes the message doesn't get heard in the way that you intend it to because, you know, it, you kind of were off base in tone or whatever. So I can see where he would then come out and say that, hindsight. Um, but yeah, Jada, if you want to give us a spiel on what she was saying, I'm sure it was something like, oh, you know, I was a woman, I felt like I was Gail, disrespected. What is what was she saying? Was, honestly, I mean, it was a few days ago. I don't really, I can't say well, okay. what she said, but the tone of everything was like Snoop was sitting down in the principal's office um, and they were all giving him a stern talking to um, about his behavior and about his words. And, oh, this is what she said. She said, when those words came out of your mouth, when you, when you said this about Gail King, it was like, I said, hold up. I felt like you were talking to me. You were talking to Willow. You were talking to my mother. I just said, that's... Girl, at that point in time, I didn't even let Instagram get to the full 59 seconds. I kept my ass scrolling through because I'm just so... Like, y'all, if y'all listen to the prior episode of Melon and Me, y'all know how I felt about Snoop. Like, yes, I think he did too much. I think he did come off a bit disrespectful, okay? But come on, man. To sit up here and act like what he said was, oh, so offensive. He was just bringing down every Black woman and you and that. And this is the point where we all need to come together and get on the red tabletop. No, I'm just not buying it. I don't understand that. Like, if anybody should have been on the fucking Red Table Talk, it should have been Gail King. Like, get her ass on the Red Table Talk. Because she's the one who's in the fucking hot seat, for real, for real, and needs to have a seat with the principal, like, if we're going to call anyone out. You know, probably she couldn't get Gail King. I'm not saying she couldn't or could, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know that back in, back office stuff. But at the end of the day, I just think it was a bit extreme. Um, Right. And it was just, it was, I don't know, it was a bit like condescending, a bit demeaning in a way. Yeah, I, I, I got like, that. I got that. the child or something. Vibe from the small seconds, amount of seconds yeah. that I looked at it. Um, and I also feel like we just need to put this to bed already. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, the, we are We're beating a it. dead horse at this point. 
even that big of a deal. Yeah, we're beating a dead horse at this time. If there was any time to release that video, it should have been weeks ago when this happened. Um, and yeah, I just yeah. feel like you do. Like, it, if there's anybody that needs to have a talking to or understanding or, a, a, um, you know, kumbaya, kumbaya, it's Gail. <laughs> Um, up in here up in here seriously so yeah you know snoop said what he said Girl. i stand by what he said what, he as far as the message he, he was trying to get across um could he have used a different way of saying this those exact same things absolutely um and he has acknowledged that so let's just let that man go on his way mm-hmm. let's let gail go on her way and let's just move in the way that we need to move when we speak about people who are deceased and they've been cold but about 10 minutes so yeah and I um, just feel a way like I'm a I am you know a pretty semi fan of the red table talk I like the concept of it right I like you know what she does but I don't like what it's turning into like I don't ever hear about it anymore unless it's like some scandal stuff and somebody's coming to air out some scandal and like you said this was weeks ago so why are we dragging it out now just like the whole Jordan Woods thing, like that shit was dead and over. And you bring Jordan to take a lie detector test. You like, bring her back. To take that's not the direction I think y'all need to be going in. No, no, no. So I think they need to stick to the more like, you know, soul uplifting, right. uplifting, soul searching, like a soul searching. Yes. Get you some Erica Badu. You can't do both. Get you some Erica Badu Badusi incense, okay? And let that shit air out in the way in which it needs to air out. Shout out to Erica Badu. She sold out her incense uh, in 19 minutes. Um, We we spoke about this um, on our podcast, you know, last week where uh she erica was to release her fragrant fragranted incense <laughs> that smell like her vagina right and so we talked about it and you know would you purchase this or do you have any interest if you if somebody had them and you're like oh let me smell it you know all these things but apparently you all loved it you know you love the concept and she's going to be restocking um so yeah, shout out to shout out to Erica. We will be um yeah, just shout out to her. I was gonna say we will be supporting, but no, I do not have any interest in smelling her vagina in an incense form or no. any other form. But I love Apparently. the bitch. Isn't today her her birthday? Happy birthday, yeah, Erica. Happy love you, boo. Um, Pisces sister. Can't look in your eyes too long. I'm supposed to get lost. You know, they say that about Erica. <laughs> you can't look in your eyes too long. Um, and I, I still, do. Yeah, I, I still do. believe that, though. Mm-hmm. I, I really do believe she has some sort of something um, that you will get just mesmerized. I mean, I don't know what it is. It could be hell. This Badusy, yeah. you know? Who knows? Um, while shout out to in- her daughter. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 no, no, no! Well, shout out to her daughter. They were singing on our uh, Melon and Me page. Yes. Um, so her daughter is like a teenager, and she sounds amazing. She sounds like you know. She sounds really good. Her tone's a little different than Erica's, but she has some similarities, and they're just so cute together singing. So. Yes. 
check it out to erica your daughter more to come on that well, well we hope so anyways while we're on this subject we might as well just roll right on into it um kobe bryant's memorial was aired this week on monday the 24th um february 24th and it was beautiful it was probably one of the most emotional memorials public memorials that i have seen in my lifetime to date um with all of the you know celebrities that have been known to die within the last couple of decades um you know i really got choked up um when vanessa got up there to speak about her daughter her husband their their team dynamic from a a family standpoint because we all know him as a athlete Um, but we also know him to be a family man especially in his retirement years as well um and then i think another moment where i felt like um i think another moment that i felt like was very emotional was when michael jordan got up there to speak and you know, we all know, well, most of us know that Kobe, Michael Jordan was his idol. You know, Kobe has always said that he used to study Michael Jordan, um, you know, his moves, like what made, like all of these things were Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan then became his mentor. You know, it was almost like he was an older brother for Kobe and Kobe just took what Michael did and enhanced it in Kobe's own version. Right. So, um, you know, it was just emotional to see that. And, um, it was just very, very emotional, just in all sense of the word of the word. And I think for me, more importantly, why it's hit me in the way that it has, outside of it just being a player who died, who has a family and it was tragic was the fact that he's one of the good guys. Kobe was definitely one of the good guys. You know what I mean? A lot of times you see people who, you know, maybe they have some scandals going on or maybe they're just like, I don't know. I can't really say they're trash people that just go out. Like It's just, it's like, damn, like he was one of the good ones. You know, <laughs> he was just one of the good ones. Like really? Like, he just got his life back to where he spent all these years, and I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but it just is so shocking to me how precious life really is and how short it really is. You know, you got to think about it. 80 years on this earth is not a long time, and that's if you make it to 80. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 32. Like, Hopefully I make it to 70. Hopefully I make it to 60. That's only shit, 30 more. Like life is just so short. And I think for me, his death has just really, really resonated with me. I am one to say that I have never been like super huge on Kobe Bryant. It's like, I, I like him. You know, I knew, I knew of him when he was here. Um, he was great, but like his death has impacted me as if I've been a fan of his for years. It's crazy how that can happen. So prayers, thoughts with the Bryant family, his fans, his family, Whitney, you know, which I mean, based on what you saw. Oh, girl. I mean, I didn't really get to um, watch much of it. So I was working. Um, the only, the only speech I saw in entirety was um, Vanessa Bryant. And, you know, I just, I don't even understand. To me, it's just so, this one hits so different to me um because I already like 
already know how short life can be. That's like a constant anxiety I have. But um, to me, the fact that this girl, like her daughter is gone and her husband, it's just like, how worse could it get? Like, it's, it's almost just like, damn, take the whole family. Like, I just don't even know how I would go forward. Like, that's why I don't, I say it, I say it constantly. I don't know if I could handle having children because that is something that would take me out of here. And like the way she handled that, she is a gift from God. God has given her a gift of strength that, that I just can only aspire to have in her in a situation like that, because I don't see how she's doing it. She looked beautiful. Like, how do you look beautiful in a situation like this? She looked gorgeous. And, and she did not wear sunglasses. No, she didn't. She, 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 there was times where she broke down and cried, you know, but she pulled it together so that she could say those precious words that everyone was, everyone was waiting to hear her speak because those Instagram posts, she did not have to speak, did not have to speak. And she definitely didn't have to like Vanessa Bryant. There was times where she just couldn't hold it in, even though she tried to be as strong as she could, she, she broke down, you know, she choked up as she should, you know, and it's just so that little um, speech she she gave about Gigi Gianna and how she always gave her a kiss every day. Like even you know when she wasn't there, it reminded me of my childhood friend, which is so freaking crazy because my childhood friend she died when she was thirteen. Um, she got hit by a car, and that morning when she was leaving, um, she never does this, but she gave both of her little brothers a kiss and her mom a kiss and she never did that and every single morning like before that like I would ride to school to her with her damn near every morning and every morning she'd be leaving the house mad arguing like not every morning but damn near every week like she never like put that time so the fact that she did that and then Vanessa to say that I'm just like she was an angel like she was an angel here on, on earth because I do feel like kids um, are more connected to spirit than we are so they feel things that they don't really understand and I think that little girl felt like she had to give that love to her mom while she could you know had to let her know even though she was a daddy's girl and ultimately like she said she left here with her daddy and her dad left here with her because they were two peas in a pod you know but the love is just it, it will always go on this is what I do know about death like this earth is literally just we're passing through here. This is not the end. And it wasn't the beginning. We all came here. We all were birthed here. We don't know how we got here. We know scientifically how our body formed, but we don't know how we are the person that we are right now and feel the way we feel inside and our soul. We don't know how that happened. So we didn't start here. We're not going to end here. Life goes on. God bless that family and everyone else who was dealing with grief, you know, take the time. My heart goes out to anyone dealing with anything like this. Well said. No, I agree. I know. I just went on a tangent. But. No, 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 no. I, everything you said is just so true. So, so, so true, you know? And the unfortunate part about all this too is, is that, you know, um, as the world moves forward, you know, they still have, they're left with this day to day. In and out. Oh. So, um, and yeah. we're just so quick to move forward as a nation mm-hmm. on things. You know, we stay in it for the second. 
you know, we, we write praying for you, all these different things, but it's like, you know, let's not, let us not forget that these same but people. But that's not our day to day. You know what I'm saying? Like not we, our day to day. We can leave this behind and go about our day to day. She can't do that. Her day to day is forever changed. Yeah. Forever. Forever. God bless her, man. God bless you, Vanessa. Um, I'm continuously praying for you. Yes. I do want to hop into this um, on a bit of a lighter note. Um, so there was some internet, uh, I don't want to say conspiracy, but there was an internet rumor that uh, Diddy was apparently dating Lauren London. Okay. He posted a few pictures of her and people took it and ran and basically rumors flooded that she, you know, had kind of moved on from Nipsey's death and started dating Diddy. Um, Shade Room posted it and that's when Lauren London hopped up on her Instagram and she posted something to the tune of like, don't play with me. I don't fuck, don't fuck with my name. Okay. And I definitely, I don't play with Nip. I'm still his. Okay. And basically like, don't play with me. So I don't know y'all. I don't know what y'all think about that. I don't know. I, mean, I, I remember Marlon calling me cause he's on like world star hip world star you know where they be fighting all that kind of stuff <laughs> i forgot about world star hip-hop yeah shout out to the world star immediate takeout they're like, like the first shade room <laughs> first shade room media takeout was media like takeout. Shade room. yeah you know and i was he called me and was like yo what do you you know lauren london diddy and i was like no way i was like this i said where'd you find that media takeout he was like yeah i was like okay no so then the next thing i know i go online and i see the shade room posting it and I was like okay so then I go to Diddy's page and Diddy didn't have like it was in his story and he had a comment saying but he it was like a it was like all these a series of stories of like his event or whatever so it wasn't even anything sexual that he they weren't even touching like you know it, it went in the it was in the sequence of the other in the context of his story it fit mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, they, people are reaching because even his caption was like, you know, you, me and my sis moved on to another picture with somebody else. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. anything sexual. It was so I had to call my husband. I was like, are you crazy? I was like, this is worse than Tank and Xena, you know, as far as the, the, the. Why did he post so many of her though? See, I only that's saw two fine. pictures. I only okay. saw the two pictures that the, the, like the. I only saw the two pictures. That I that, saw. Yeah, I only saw the two pictures that these media sites were posting, which went in again went in line with what he what I saw that he had up on his page. So any okay. other okay. pictures, I don't know what those look like. I don't know what they were. Got it. I haven't seen anything other than what the 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 media sites have posted, and it went in co. It was in line with that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all of that to say, I'm like, there's really nothing to formulate here. And then when I went on the shade room and read some of the comments, the comments were like, yo, she's talking about y'all. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like, well, she's also talking about media takeout, you know, because they were probably the first ones. To oh, media it. takeout. Okay. was first. Cause that's what, cause Marlon is Marlon called me about the news. And as soon as I went online, it shade room had just posted about it, but media takeout apparently had it first. Cause that's how Marlon knew to call me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what do you think about this? I was like, there's no way. Are you guys crazy? You know, like, so regardless of, 
they be running with the tea. All you need is a little steam drop, and they can whoop up a whole batch of tea. Girl, they will run with it. I'm like, this woman hasn't even, it hasn't even been a year since he's died. Like, he died March 31st. Like, it It hasn't even been a year. Even if it hadn't been a year, even if she did decide to move on, like this woman is grieving. Like she has every right to do whatever she wants to do in her grief. Like I'm not the biggest fan of Diddy. I wouldn't want him to be with her in any way. But my thing is, but they, living- they, he dated Cassie. Oh, that too. That's like her bestie. So that's that would be bestie. fucked up. Well, of course, that, for me, that Lauren. I didn't even think about that that's that's the first thing I thought about I was like damn Nipsey and her like not literally damn the relationship I'm saying like that's a bigger violation because that's her friend yes Yes. I'm like damn a diddy like she's grieving and then on top of that she's gonna choose her best friend's ex-man no that's crazy like people just don't even think they just literally take a headline and I didn't believe it for five seconds like I was like, if anything, he's just being thirsty. But I don't believe that Lauren London would date Diddy in like. And I honestly, in my heart of um, hearts, do not believe Diddy would even try some stupid shit like that. Like, I don't like. I don't believe he would put some shit up there to make it seem like they're together happened. right now in this space. And and again, I didn't see anything on his page to where I was like, because the stuff that I saw, I was like. Oh, I thought you meant try some shit, like try to get with her. I was like, he I don't believe like he that. would try to get with her right now. No, I don't. I'm not saying for, no, I'm not, not now. Saying, I don't I'm not saying further down the line things are, you know, men will be men. But what I'm saying is at this point in time, the type of person that he is in the sense of like, he don't need that type of those type of issues right now. And in her state of mind, she's grieving in who that's not the person that you're trying to grieve with is your best friend's ex that just was it that's a huge figure no 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 that's where I just was like okay let me no let's all use our you know brain here (laughs) for just two seconds I know this is juicy as fuck if people want to put a twist on it but the reality of it is people can say whatever and somebody will take it and run with it like I could literally put up there you know, somebody da 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 ate my da 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 and put it at them, and somebody's like, "Oh my God, this girl, Miss Parker, says she da da." You know, it's like there's no. I mean, social media, you can be whoever you want, say whatever you want, whatever. whatever. But all I'm saying is it sucks for Lauren London because even when she decides to move on, the world's not going to let her move on. No one's going to let her forget. She's going to be hella private or secretive with her shit because y'all are going to do dumb shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just fucked up. I feel bad for her. I do too. But, you know, God bless everybody in that situation. All right. Well, we have gone to, we have arrived at our me time. Whitney, you had a really good topic to discuss this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to share it with the folks? Yes. Yeah, so we can discuss our opinions about this. So there was a viral video of a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. It seems like um, this girlfriend was presenting her boyfriend with a gift for his birthday. And, um, you know, she hands him a bag and it has like a little pamphlet in it. And she tells him, you know, babe, I just purchased you a rental property, you know, 
for your birthday. It's a rental property. It's, I forget exactly the, the details there, but the boyfriend kind of just looked at her. He received, he takes the gift and he kind of just like looks like underwhelmed. And then he says, um, I mean, I like Rolexes and shit. Like I thought, you know, I would prefer something like a watch or Rolex or, and then I thought maybe he was like joking, but then <laughs> the video keeps going. He's just like not impressed. Like he was like, this shit, you gotta, I gotta manage this shit. I gotta work. I gotta do stuff with this. Like he was just complaining off the bat. And so I guess this little moment that was supposed to be a huge surprise and be on the black love page, I guess it went viral and now it's on shade room for some, you know, some fuck shit. But I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. What do you guys think about that? I, I, okay, so obviously when I saw the headline, right, I was like, okay, this clown, you know, like, this is pure clown shit, right? Like, this is a fucking boy, it's not a man. But then once I really took apart and I was reading and I looked at the video and all this other kind of stuff, and I just kind of went in my own head, I was like, okay, we know our partners, right? Like, we know, we know, I mean, I'm saying, like, we know our partners, we know what um like for instance and i can only use this from an example from my own experience if my husband was to say um you know not even that i want said item because he's really not a person to say that he you know it's almost like i know what he needs or what he wouldn't want or what he would want so if i brought him um, something that was just opposite of what I know him to be or what no, what I know of him to want, he's going to be like, he's going to be appreciative, but then deep down, we're going to have a side conversation. He's going to be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not him. So with this particular couple, I can't assume that, um, he would be happier. Everyone in this world would be so happy to receive a rental property investment. Most of us that have matured to a certain situation or to a certain level, and we kind of see potential and we see past material things right now, we're talking about like future income that can set us up for you to buy those things. I can't say that her man is there, you know, and she probably tried to do, get him something that she felt like, you know, was a good idea in theory. But deep down, he's just not there. And, you know, I can't fault him for that because at the end of the day, you know what you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that does come with rental properties, it does come with work. Unless you just get like a ready-made, willing, you know, beautiful space that you don't have to do anything to. You know, that's one thing other than manage it. But I'm sure it was maybe like a fixer-upper or a project. And this is just me assuming just my own opinion. And so maybe he just really just didn't want to deal with that. Maybe he's just like, shit, I just wanted to cut to the chase and get my, have you buy myself, a, buy me a gift. So I kind of see both sides of it. Um, but the type of man that I am into would be very, very elated to have a rental property. Okay. That's my taste in men. My taste in men would not be like, oh, what about the Rolex or what about, even though a Rolex does appreciate what I'm saying is, is that, you know, definitely the smarter move would have been to 
have someone be appreciative of the investment property versus a Rolex or the materials. But I do see both sides if we're looking at, okay, option, this type of couple versus this type of couple. So, Because we all know women that are like that. I know women that would prefer a handbag versus you giving them $5,000 to pay off some debt. I mean, to me, that's the same thing. No, pay off my fucking debt. I can buy my own goddamn bag. (laughs) I mean, you know, like, that's just, again, that's just me, though. That's just me. So, what about you? Interesting, interesting. Um, Well, you know, there's a few call-outs here. Um, So, every year when I was growing up, my grandmother, you know, she'd be so excited to see me for Christmas, and she would bring me a sweater or a scarf or some shit I really didn't like, but guess what? When I opened the gift, I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you, grandma. I love you, and that's just a character thing. You know, there's different types of people, and at the end of the day, regardless of what was given to you, something was given to you. And you know that rental property was expensive. So that just shows your character that you would sit up there and act like a brat and be unsatisfied with your gift that your girlfriend, who in my opinion, shouldn't be giving you no shit like that as a girlfriend, don't do fucking wife shit when you're a girlfriend. That's my personal preference. That's just my opinion she was already off with that. Okay. But, but she, the love prevailed and she did it anyway. So whether or not rental properties are your thing, it's just like, what type of person are you? Okay. Because for you to do that, and there was clearly people around, people was recording y'all. So you did it in front of people, which is another form of fucking humiliation. If you really didn't like the gift, you could have just said it behind closed doors later. If you had to, you know what I'm saying? And be like, babe, I'm probably going to sell it because I don't really want to deal with managing it. We could just flip it, whatever. I'm going to just sell it. Right. Put it back on the market. Whatever it is. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. There's just two types of people in the world. And that little clip right there reminds me why I'm single. People are really trash. People are <laughs> trash. But again, you know. That's all I got to say. Like I, like, like I say all the time is like we know our partners. You know what I'm saying? I, hopefully she's not doing this for nobody who she's known for three months. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully they have. It don't matter the time. Even if you didn't know someone for three months, somebody that you know for three months can respect you and can appreciate you and show you more. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what I'm saying is, is that. Somebody you've been with for 10 years. I can't imagine. For granted. But I guess so, what I'm saying is I can't imagine that this was the first time he has shown unappreciation in a way of which, in a way that he didn't get his way about something. Like I can't right. imagine because that's this his character a, like this is like oh my god like he he has never like that type of guy I feel like it's just arrogant he's a character he, he's like no I want what I want what I want like you know I fuck all these people I don't care if there's a million people in the room I didn't get what I like to me she knows the type of guy he is like so this shouldn't be a huge shock I can see where she's humiliated she's embarrassed she's like damn like at the very least but at the same time this type of guy I can't, like I said, for me, I'm like, I just, I see him as maybe being just a fucking dick, you know, because most people, to your point, are appreciative. Most guys don't really get shit. 
that's what I'm saying. Like you already are going like the wrong direction with this. Most guys don't even get a meal. You know, how many times do we be like, oh, we not paying for that. You got to at least put in 20 dates before I pay for at least half, you know? So the fact that you actually have a woman giving you something, yes, absolutely. They should show appreciation. But I guess what I'm saying is, is like, to me, I can't say that this was the first time he's acted like this. Yeah, regardless, first, second, third, fifth, sixth, she was was silly for doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it said girlfriend, I don't know, maybe they're engaged or something. But at the end of the day, it's just like, be careful. I mean, pick and choose who you do that type of shit too. Because when people aren't appreciative, at the end of the day, if you keep doing it, like you said, if this wasn't the first time, you can only blame yourself. You can only blame yourself. That's what that's, that's all I'm saying. Is like we know a lot of time a lot of times people know who they're dealing with. And we over and sometimes women especially, we overcompensate to be like, Oh, well, this is really gonna get him. This is this right here, he's going to freaking slip. And then that's when hard. he does it, you're like, Well, I thought this was gonna no, bitch, like he's not happy to get bubblegum. He's not happy to get <laughs> he ain't happy to get shit unless he's he probably it. complains about every time she cooks too. Probably yeah. complains about everything you know that don't taste. You know he does. Liking. You know he does. So I mean, like I said, we don't really know, but if we were to speculate, yeah, he's a jerk. He's an asshole. He definitely should have been more appreciative of just the thought. How many times do we say this? The thought that counts. And she did spend some money. She put some thought into it. And so, yeah, you're trash. You're trash. You know, regardless of whatever, he's trash. And um, hopefully she did not stay with him after this. Because I don't know how this is even something we can even talk about at this point. That shit is embarrassing as fuck. Imagine just, you know, somebody, a friend, taking a fucking video at a family dinner. Girl. Next thing you know, your video's fucking viral. You're on Shade Room. You're on Spirit World. You're on fucking everything. <laughs> That's why some shit just, you know, in, in me personally, with a rental pro with, with any kind of gift like that, I'm giving t- that to you in like an private space. And then we can decide to share that information. But something like that is not for everybody. That's not a moment. That's not an engagement. That's not a yeah. car. I'm sure um, she wanted to put it on the gram too. And it's just of like. Of course she wanted to put it on the gram because it was like a flex for her. Like, look what I did for mommy and, and it backfired. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, you know, if she had some friends, part. I was like, bitch, I told you that nigga wasn't appreciative. I told you that nigga wasn't shit, girl. You but know? it's like, which one of her friends would actually still put the video out? Like, you ain't shit. <laughs> well, probably, Yeah. Because not everybody in that room was friends. Because my thing is, people like him, he's got super superficial people around him because anybody in their right mind who was a friend of his should have been like, yo, dog, you tripping. That gift, I wish my motherfucking girl would give me a rental property. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you don't know what you got. So hopefully right. one of his friends snatches her up and does right by her. Girl. <laughs> Hey, I ain't say it, but you don't appreciate her enough. Ain't acting week. right. Move <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> Fuck out of here. God could have sent you to really be with his friend, girl. Yeah. Yeah. God could have sent, right. sent him really. Girl, I'm just saying. Like I don't endorse that, y'all. That's how people. Yeah, don't stopped. do that. No, don't do that. I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> 
That's don't try me shot. though. Like, okay. don't try me, right? Don't put me in a position where I might have to see. No, I'm just kidding. Slick. Anyways. Girl. All right. Well, we have one final segment. Segment. Yeah. Oldie but goodie. Tea bag. Our tea right. bag. I had seen, I'll go first this time, I guess. Yeah, um, go ahead, girl. Our tea ba- my tea bag of the week, I was watching The Real today, and I had seen, so Jeannie Mai was um, talking about bullying and racism within, um, you know, the minority community. So Blacks on Blacks, Asians on Asians, Asians on Blacks, Hispanics on Blacks. Like, you know, it's minority against minority. And there were some videos that were shared um, of an Asian man. He was picking up cans and, you know, being bullied and harassed by um, people that were minorities as well, um, calling him all kinds of names and, you know, just being, I mean, this, this, and this, he was older. He was like old. He was like somebody's grandfather. Um, And they were just, they were just being really rude. I mean, he was like bawling, crying again. Who are these people videoing? Who are these people releasing the videos? Like, what was this like outside? It was outside of a neighborhood and they just were being mean to him, you know? And, um, the Asian man was just bawling. Like I, 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 it's almost like I could, I I hate that I even saw it because I, I don't don't play about kids and I don't play about old people. Yeah. So, um, it was that video and there was another video of an Asian man or woman coming down the subway. I don't know if it was in New York or it was somewhere on the East coast and there was a black, um, she had on like a, um, what do you call those things? The little mouth wraps when you're sick Mm -hmm. or you try not to, um, like when I was in China, a lot of Asians, Chinese people, they had those little masks on the air pollution is very, very low the coronavirus, but the air pollution is very low in certain places. And, you know, they just have, like, they usually wear those. I think Judy Mai was saying for air pollution as well. Yeah. I don't know why it was different if they were here in the States, but I know in China, it's very, very poor, the Mm -hmm. air quality. But anyway, Mm -hmm. this lady had on that and there, there was a black guy that just came around the corner, just started whooping her. It was like, you coronavirus infected bitch. And I mean, he just was yes girl this was another oh they played another video they played another video oh so basically she's saying that asian people are being (gasps) harassed since the coronavirus well i don't necessarily know if it's just the coronavirus but yes that's one aspect but then just in general you know this man that was picking up trash cans i mean picking up little soda cans probably for money to recycle you know, he was just being picked on you know but i think what the message was it was like why if anybody knows about struggle or indifference or inequality, racism, it's minorities in general. Hispanics have, have had their fair share of it. Blacks, Asians, we've all, we all know what that looks like to some degree where people just don't like us because we're different or because our skin color. Why are we enemies against each other? You know what I'm saying? Like that was the, I think the real message is just like, come on, you guys, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And then to the people who are videotaping these bullied incidents. And are these kids uh, harassing people? Or are these grown people harassing grown people? Grown people. No, these are grown people. Wow, which is that's even crazy. Sad, which is even more sad because you're like, really? Like, this is why these kids are being bullied. Because it starts at home. 
Like, mm. you know, the foolishness That's starts at home. And again, it's within our own communities. It's, it, it's within our own communities. Yes, there's white on black crime, white on Asian. There's all this stuff. But we as a society have to come together, period. No matter what color you are, no matter, but especially as minorities, because we, there's strength in numbers. I say this all the time. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Even against blacks on blacks, Asians on Asians, Hispanics, on, like it's stupid. It is so stupid. So I, wow. I just want to teabag anybody who um, videotapes these horrific, you know, um, I don't even know what you call these type of incidents. Hate crimes. Hate crimes. Yeah, hate crimes. Um, you know, those people that stand by just looking at it for a, for a click, for kiki, for whatever the case, other than to send to the police. Um, and then the people who are actually involved in the actual doing of the hate crime. I just want to teabag that whole, that whole, like, thing. Like, it's, it's awful. So. Girl, people are trash. Okay. <sighs> that's it it's fucked up well mine's short and sweet it's pretty predictable as y'all know i usually teabag the u.s government i was gonna say is it the government um, this is like the fifth week in a row <laughs> my god damn <laughs> well hey stop fucking up government um no i mean i guess this is good but and at the same time i have to teabag the government so you mentioned hate crimes and um the government today, the U.S. Bill of uh, House of Representatives, one of them thing, they passed a bill basically declaring that lynching is now officially um, a federal hate crime in the Saw U.S. That. government. Yes. yes. Okay, I just wanted to have a moment of silence for all the people in this fucking country that have been fucking lynched. Are you kidding me? It's 2020, and now y'all want to make lynching a hate crime is lynching not the damn fundamental hate crime of this fucking country and that's the shit i'm talking about when like it's just interesting to me how like all these other you know minority groups like lbgtq gender uh neutral people all of them have the backing and the representation by the government we as black people we can't have nothing empowering black people anything that's empowering black people or justification for the past sins that have been done to us it's always looked upon in a negative light black lives matter they turn that into some negative shit you know what i'm saying everything else beating gay people done been a hate crime for fucking a decade and you're telling me it takes 2020 now for y'all to say hmm damn all of them damn black people we went all, all these yeah i think that's maybe hate was that hate? That was hate. Let's add that to the to the hate crime list. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just I can't. If y'all don't see how much black people are on the bottom of this totem pole of society, forever. It, it's just we are the last thought, the afterthought, always <laughs> in every way, and I'm I'm so tired of it. Um, yeah. So teabag the U.S. government. Let's see how many weeks we can get them in a row. All right. Um, I am wearing a shirt right now from our melaninme.com store. Black by popular demand. Yes, yes. ma'am. Black by popular demand. Okay. Um, it's very We still have free shipping. Right now. There's what? Yes. One more, two more days of Black History Month. Three more days. Three. 
it's a leap year. We got three more days of Black History Month. So use it wisely. Free shipping at melaninme.com. All right. We have surpassed 15,000 followers on Instagram. We're super grateful for y'all. So if you haven't already been following us, hit us up on Instagram at melaninme podcast. Okay. Yes. And we need to check that. Oh my God. We didn't do no listener questions because we haven't checked the inbox. No, we haven't. Um, We do have a melanin magic though. Um, Yes, we do. We do. Let me. Y'all please send your questions, your thoughts, concerns, anything. Anything. Take them anonymously. You can send them to askmelaninme at gmail.com or you can DM us. Okay. Correct. Um, one of the, um, so for our melanin magic of the week, we have a black woman. The headline was black woman makes history by becoming the first doctor to cure cancer using nanoparticles. Um, Dr. Hadia Nicole Green. She is a physicist and the second African-American woman to graduate with a PhD in physics from the university of Alabama at Birmingham university. Wow. Um, she has become the first to successfully cure cancer using laser activated nanoparticles. She and received, mice. yep. She's, she received 1.1 million. She's received a $1.1 million grant to expand her nanoparticle cancer treatment research. Mm. So this is really great news. I know I saw a headline, um, before about, um, her curing the cancer in mice, Um, This article doesn't really say anything about that, but yes, regardless, you know, she, yes. Okay. So here I No, that's the first step in any. Yeah, it is. It is the first. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it's said it in this article as well. And it it, it Mm -hmm. does. It says she successfully cured cancer after testing on mice within 15 days. So that's really a quick turnaround um, based on certain studies that can take a little bit longer. So not only did she cure cancer, within this mice, but she did it successfully within 15 days. So definitely continue to donate money to these institutions, um, and support because, you know, again, there are cures that are probably out there that we don't know about. And then there are, um, people that are, uh, you know, on the rise to really be the cure for other things. So, you know, kudos to her. Yeah, they are. There are grants out there, grants you know, or stuff like this for scholarships, research. all of that. Shout there out to her. Money. There That's some money. real melanin magic right there. Like Hell we yeah. need more black scientists. We need more black uh, people. Research, all tech, yes. tech, 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 really booming. Yes, we need all of it. So all of it, and it's not God. going anywhere. We have to protect her and her team at all costs, okay? I'm just praying for her protection because this is some big shit and this big farm uh, company, they're not fucking with no cure for cancer. You know how many people need that cancer medicine? Right. I pray this changes the lives of people going forward like how it has for people with HIV who can now sustain life by taking meds for long periods of time. So if this turns into a situation like that, imagine how many lives would be saved. You know, cancer is taking people out of here left and right. So yes, God bless her, protect her. God bless her. 
um, stay tuned for our after dark session. Um, <laughs> we will continue to, um, we've had a little bit of transition going on talking about for seven weeks. We but. have been, but you know, all good things. It's not that we have not, uh, uh, had good intentions. We've been busy. You know, we've had a lot of transition going on all good things. Again, not anything out of the ordinary. So just be patient with us. We will get those episodes out to you soon, especially the first episode. We'll, yes. we'll disclose the launch of that again and you know couple that with our giveaway i know we've been saying we're going to give away um an item or two and that is to come as well more details Yes. So both Mia and I, if you guys don't know, I'm sure y'all know because we talk about it all the time. We are both Pisces. Okay. So our birthdays are coming up. We may or may not hear from y'all before our birthdays because it is in a week or two. Y'all know how our schedules be. Okay. But we would really love, you know, if you guys could give us a birthday gift, Mm -hmm. it is so simple. All you have to do right now as a birthday gift to us, this is really going to boost us in it's the iTunes store for our birthdays. Okay. So if you go to whatever you're listening to right now, if you are listening through Apple podcasts, go on podcast, scroll down to our page, go to episode details, and please submit a rating. Okay. If you want to give us five stars, we would love it. If you want to write us some words, that'd be great too. But these ratings will really boost us in the iTunes store so that our podcast will be more visible and that would just be a perfect birthday gift for us y'all. So facts. Yes. Thank you so much. We love you guys. We love y'all. All All right. Well, until next time we will, um, bow out gracefully and talk to y'all soon. I didn't, you know, until next time. Love y'all. Bye.